Welcome to the Millionaire Maker Show, a podcast helping online coaches monetize their life's work and scale their businesses to create more time, more money, more freedom, and more impact. Now, with over 20 years of business building, coaching, and consulting experience, here's your host, author, speaker, and creator of the Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Millionaire Maker Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and I'm so excited to welcome you to today's episode. In today's episode, I'll be interviewing a colleague of mine named Sharice Williams. Now, Sharice is a very successful online coach for female clinicians looking to create their very own coaching business. And in today's episode, She really talks about the power of one of the things that I have found so much success with, and that is an invite-only event. She talks about how she fills her invite-only events. She talks about her VIP days and how she outlays all of her coaching programs. She really opens the door to what is behind her coaching business and sheds some light and some real inspiration For those of you who are looking to expand into new programs and be a little bit more creative out there with how you're helping people and really being able to show up and meet people where they are and help them in the way they really want to be helped, I think you're going to love this episode. Now, Sharice and I had a couple of tech issues, so we ended up recording this episode on Zoom. So there are a few pieces that The audio is not the best, but it is definitely well worth a listen, and I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Before we hop into this episode, I want to remind you that if you haven't made it to my AI Masterclass, make sure you head over to themillionairemakershow.com slash masterclass, and I host this live masterclass that will show you how to utilize ChatGPT to attract high-quality clients on social media so much faster and with so much more precision than ever before. So you definitely don't want to miss this masterclass. It's hosted by me live almost every week. You can hop over to themillionairemakershow.com slash masterclass to check out my upcoming dates for this masterclass. So I'm really excited to hop into this episode with Sharice. I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you like this idea of the invite-only event, make sure you go and listen to other episodes of The Millionaire Maker Show where I highlight this strategy. It really is a powerhouse of a strategy, super flexible. It's really available for All of those individuals, whether you have a big audience or a smaller audience, it doesn't matter what you're selling. Out of the 20 years of digital marketing experience that I've had, it's really my favorite go-to tool that I've been able to use on rinse and repeat, that I've been able to invest my time and my marketing money and effort into that really has had an amazing ROI. So make sure you go and check out those episodes. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Let's hop over to that interview with Sharice. Welcome to this episode of the Millionaire Maker Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome my next guest and colleague, Sharice Williams. Welcome to the show, Sharice. So glad you're here. 
there, Lindsay. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. So tell everybody what kind of coach are you? What do you do? What's your secret sauce? Secret sauce. I love it. I love your energy, by the way. That, that's so, yeah, thanks so much. So I am a business coach for female clinicians, particularly look, those looking to create, launch, and scale a holistic health coaching business online. And so that is my specialty. I work with nurses, nurse practitioners, chiropractors, anyone who's a female clinician who has, who knows what they know in terms of healing, but doesn't know how to translate that and monetize that, translate that into a monetizable business and scaling it to where they want it to be. And how did you get into that? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So my background is nursing. I was an ICU nurse for many years, 12, 13 years, and loved that. And then I, until I didn't, I started getting a bit disenfranchised with the healthcare model. And so I pivoted to entrepreneurship and I started a couple of different businesses and grew those to multi six figure businesses. And then what happened, interestingly enough, as I was building my, my last business prior to this one, as I was building, it was a healthcare IT, healthcare IT training and project management business. Love that. Again, grew that to a multi six figure business, but it was through blood, sweat, and tears. And I literally started falling apart. And this was in my early 30s. And I started falling apart. And just health-wise, I was having migraines every other day and debilitating migraines. I put on an excessive amount of weight. I was having knee pain. And then I fell. When I say I was falling apart, I literally fell in the parking lot. And I'm like, like when we think of people falling, we think of little old ladies, right? We don't think of people yeah. in their 30s. Since anyway... Solely grateful for that experience because that's what really put me on my holistic health healing journey. And so I started learning tons of different ways on, on, on how to heal naturally. So from food as medicine to medicinal herbs to therapeutic essential oils to meditation and visualization. Again, lots of different healing modalities. Started using that for myself, healed myself. I haven't had a migraine now and it's been over three years, probably over four years now at this point. And then I started sharing and which ended up, what I did was I ended up launching a holistic health coaching business that built that business to figures within a year. And what ended up happening at that point was people started, when I say people, nurses, nurse practitioners, doctors started reaching out to me online and they're like, oh my gosh, I see what you've built online. I want to do the same. Do you coach people? Do you mentor people? And I was like, well, yes, I do. So I pivoted and stepped into the role of coaching specifically female clinicians. And so it's been a blast. And I still run both businesses. I have my holistic health coaching business, helping people to elevate their health and meds and really do that naturally and holistically. And then I have my business coaching business as well for female clinicians. That's that's, that's, that's how I got yeah, I love that. Tell me, because I have a lot of people that come to me and they're working like a corporate job or they're mm-hmm. an ICU nurse like you. And like to make the pivot to coaching, was that scary for you or was it a necessity? It wasn't scary for me at all because there was a little bit of a, there was a, I say a little bit, there was a big buffer in between. I didn't go straight from working in the ICU to online coaching. I went from working in ICU to, believe it or not, I started a network marketing business. And, and so I learned a lot of skills there. And I was like in the top 2% of the company within my first eight months. Learned a lot of skills, was in a leadership position. And in that leadership position, my role was to educate, mentor, coach women on how to build successful businesses. And so I've been coaching just in a different arena for 18 years. And so it wasn't, and because I've been coaching and mentoring for 18 years, just in a different arena, it was a very easy transition to pivot from network marketing or direct sales 
back into healthcare, which is my primary love anyway. So same skill set, different arena. It feels it feels like all the things in your life led up to these coaching businesses. It's, for sure. It's yeah. the best I think is so magical about the whole thing. Life is just amazing. But yeah, it's everything just like you said, led to this point. The coach coaching and mentoring. It's what I do. Is that like your calling? Do you feel like that's what you're meant to do? Is this your real passion? I do. I do. Absolutely. One hundred percent. One thousand percent. A thousand percent. Yeah. So do you feel like you now have the perfect, like I can coach and be doing what I want to do and I'm making a bunch of money doing it? Yeah. And absolutely. And I feel like I have the best of both worlds because remember, when I, I know that I wanted to be a nurse since sixth grade. And so now with my two businesses, running them parallelly, that's always a difficult word. I like that word. It's difficult to say cool. on paper, but not easy to say. But so I still get to care for people online through my holistic health coaching business. I still get to help them optimize their health naturally. And I get to teach other female clinicians how to do the same. So I love it. It literally is. I feel that I have the best of both worlds. And nursing, oftentimes, one of the things that nurses pride themselves on is, or people in healthcare specifically, is you can work you know, three 12-hour shifts or whatever. You can work a few days and make a lot of money. This is even better than that. I don't work. I do work three days, but they're not three 12-hour days. My yeah. days, literally, I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I'm off. I don't see any clients. I might do some admin stuff maybe on Monday, but for the most part, like, I'm not doing any work. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when I see my clients, and I don't even start my day till noon or even two o'clock on most of those days. So yes, it's a three-day three work week for me. But it's not like it was where I was working 12 hours. I might work, like when I was working 12 hour shifts, I might work 12 hours. Yeah. In the week. Yeah. 12 to 15 hours. experience with coaching. Yeah. It really yeah. can meet you where you're at. Absolutely. You can, you could work 40 hours. I can imagine working 40 hours a week being a coach. It just, you just don't. We can't do, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think you're actually really showing up and serving. I don't think you're showing up and serving your best. If you're working 40 hours, even maybe even 30 hours, client facing. I think what I found for me and for my clients, the sweet spot when it turns, when it comes, when it in terms of just for facing client work is somewhere between the 12 and 18 hour mark. Yeah, me too. I'm going to say 10 to 18, 10 to 18. This really depending on what else you have going on. But yeah, I like to be 10, 10 to 12 hours client facing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Tell me, so you have a wellness business on this side and you coach, you coach on the, like uh, practitioners uh -huh, that's right. businesses okay? on the other side. How do you market that? Do you struggle on social media trying to niche down? Everyone tells us to niche down. Do you struggle with that or how do you manage that? So interesting. I literally just ended a phone call with someone we were talking about. My primary focus this year has really been on my business coaching business. Now, that said, it's all of my marketing, all of my content is around that. It's speaking specifically to clinicians who are either burned out or really have a passion for holistic health. So that's all my content. And they want to do it on their own terms and they want to do it online. That's really what my content is focused on. Now, interestingly enough, because I'm not really posting very much at all about holistic health, but I get referrals. I literally just got two referrals yesterday yeah. for health clients. And, but that's because Last year, prior to last year, and the years before that, it was all holistic health focused. So you have plenty of referrals coming in on that side of the business. Yeah. And you enjoy doing it. Yeah. And it's cool. It's cool. But in terms of my efforts are 
right now towards just building my business coaching side of the business. That makes sense. Tell me, you mentioned bringing people in on social media and that kind of content for practitioners and clinicians. So those clinicians are like working at their own office and they want out. Define the clinicians for us. Yeah, some of them. So they're either nurses that are still working in a traditional hospital setting or they are nurse practitioners who they maybe have their own practice or perhaps they are a nurse practitioner within a within a physician practice when you go to your doctor there's several doctors in that practice and maybe one of the providers happens to be a nurse practitioner so some of them are are still currently working in that capacity they just they want to do their own thing right and they have like this entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit and they want just more autonomy they don't want to have to work under a physician and the similarity with my clinic, with the clinicians that, that I primarily work with is that they have a strong desire. There's a little bit of disruptors, I would say. They have a strong desire to sh- change and shift the way in which we de- deliver care. And, uh, it, they're making I a almost, real impact on the world and you're helping them. Impact. Yeah. They're making a bigger impact because it sounds like you have the same belief. Like, whole yeah, absolutely. a great way to go yeah. on this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yep. So... Tell me a little bit about how your business is set up. Do you do one-on-one coaching? What does it look like? On the business side, my model is I have one-on-one clients and I also have small cohorts, if you will, small groups of four, many groups. And and then I have VIP days. So those are really my three offers, one-on-one, group cohorts, intimate group cohorts, the four or less, and then VIP days. Okay, I want to ask you about the group cohorts of four or less. So do you fill those with launches or how do you fill those if you have to find four people at once or do you, what, how do you manage that? Yeah, great questions. With all of them, I do what's called intimate conversion events, right? I know you're familiar with those. So just small intimate, let's say webinars, if you will, high converting webinars. And, and from there, the call to action is then a call. On the call, I really just get to know where they are, how they flourish best, if they flourish best one-to-one. So here's the thing, knowing ourselves, we know if we do well in small groups or if we do well in one-to-one. I have been in different coaching containers over the years. And when it's a large group, I get lost in the sauce personally. That's not the best. I don't flourish the best because I find out, no one's going to notice but I'm not there. <laughs> so we know, so we start to learn about ourselves. And so when I'm on the call with them, I really start to gather information as how do you yourself flourish best? And if they say one-to-one, then we're talking, then I'm sharing with them my one-to-one offering. If they say, you know what? I like, I really do idea of a group, but not a large group. Then I'm going to share with them my intimate cohorts. And if they feel like they just need a little spark like if they have one thing one or two things that they just need help with then they actually are really a better candidate for a vip day in terms of filling the groups as i'm having enrollment calls i just filter them into the into whatever container is best for them so i don't fill a container for and then launch it if i have a conversation with someone today like right now i have a cohort that only has two people in it so if i have a conversation with someone today i'm just going to put them into cohort of two and I'll continue to fill that up. I will say this though, there have been times actually when I first started this model where I had seemed like the clients were either on East Coast, Eastern Standard Time or Pacific Time. And it was very difficult for either of them to ship. 
So I in, at one point I did have three cohorts with one person in each, just because of the time I difference. Changed. And then as time progressed, more people from Pacific Standard Time started showing up. So I That's put them in the Pacific group. I really like that you shared that because a lot of people wonder how to start. And you're like, just yeah. one person. And then I'll fill it as it comes up. And they already yeah. know they're getting this benefit of some one-on-one time. Exactly. With and, that's and they're really like, how awesome. I even, and that's why I sell it too. I'm like, you know what? So this is initially, you're going to be number one in the group, the first person in this particular group. So you get the benefit of getting me one-on-one until our next member of the cohort joins. Then they that's love awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say, don't be afraid to, to make it work, to make it work, because I was trying to put everyone in one cohort before I started another cohort. And it just, it wasn't working. The saying the math wasn't mathing. It wasn't working because again, the scheduling conflict between time zones. I, I love started, that. So I started with three separate and then I filled them up. And look, she basically forecasted filling up three cohorts. So right. they, it's happening. So are there videos that go along with that group coaching program? Or are you just hopping on the coaching call and coaching? Yep, just hop on the coaching call and coaching. And then, of course, they always have access. All of them have access to the recordings, absolutely. Yeah. But you don't have the methodology that you're selling or video methodology that you're selling right now? Correct. I have a methodology, but that's literally rolled out in real time. Would you just gave me a thought, <laughs> Lindsay? So, yeah, so there's a method. I do have a methodology that I roll out live. But, yeah, I do need to actually make that into a little separate offering. Is that what your thought was? That was a thought. Okay. You should totally do that. Yeah, I totally should. I'm like, how have you not done this yet? I don't know. But yeah. I'm sure it was on its way. So here you go. So you just accelerated the process. So thank you, Lindsay. You are very welcome. At your service. Yeah. Oh, did you want me to talk to you about the VIP day? Yeah. Yeah, that's why that was my next question. No one. I love the VIP day. My VIP days have gone through a many iterations. Initially, it was just focused on it was a five-day experience. It was a five-day virtual on Zoom. And we would, if they have one issue or maybe two issues max that they wanted to knock out. So for instance, maybe they wanted to map out their, their offering suite. They have all okay. these ideas. They have all these ideas, but they don't know how to offer, how to package it and offer it. So I would literally help them map out their entire offering suite from a one-to-one model to group coaching, whether it should be group, depending on what they, who they are and how they want to work with clients whether it should be like a, a large group coaching or a smaller group or VIP days, whatever the case may be. So we map that out, we priced it, even developed the program components, right? So they would leave the day, literally Sorry. good to go. Make it rock and roll. They had the program, they had the pricing, they knew how they were, they knew the deliverables, was it going to be every week or by monthly, by weekly, whatever the case may be. And so that was cool. That was fun. Love that. And then I started looking at me. And I'm like, experiences I love experiences and so I ended up crafting a a more elevated truly luxe VIP experience and so now yes we still have those five hours that we're going to do nothing changes in terms of what I just explained none of that changes but it becomes but now it has become an experience so I fly you in it's not virtual unless you want to I fly you in I literally have the best hotel accommodations. I have a private car for you to meet at the at our um, place where we're actually facilitating the VIP day. Just beautiful dinner. Of course, throughout the day, of course, there's food. But then the day that you fly in, which is the day before, we have a beautiful dinner at a five-star restaurant. The next day, food, all of the food is included clearly. 
And then we end with a celebratory luxury dinner and, and it's an experience because I like experiences. So that is the VIP day. That's awesome. And it can be any problem that they get to pick the problem yeah. that you're working on that day. So they basically just get you, I'm here yeah. for you for five hours and we're like working together and you'll end yeah. with a done thing. Yeah. That's really and powerful. So, yeah. And sometimes it's just that, like the program, they need program development. I didn't mention this, but that's actually what I did in my former life. One of the things that I've done in my former life was content development and program development. It was just in the healthcare, healthcare arena. Same skill, different arena. And so that's yeah. still, that's still something that, that we could do, totally knock out in a VIP day. One of the other things that we could do in a VIP day is, remember I was telling you about the intimate conversion events, the webinars, the high converting webinars. I'll help them create their own high converting webinar and teach them how to fill it. And the pre, the, what do you do at, beforehand, the content of the actual event, and then what do you do post? So that you have a really high-level, high-converting machine working for you so that way you're enrolling clients consistently. I love that. I agree with that. Tell me tell me a little bit about you going from, hey, it's a VIP day and we're online and it's like six hours to like selling. You fly in and we do this Lux thing. Was that a mindset shift for you? Was it hard to it offer was. the first time? What's no. up? It, it wasn't. I enjoy doing the VIP days virtually. It was fun. And because at the end of the day, the client just wants the deliverables, right? They want the doll on thing. And, and they were getting that. What I found was it was, I felt it was just and in my mind. And I don't know if this is even true or not. The stories that we create. And sometimes ah, everyone does VIP days like that. I don't want to do VIP days like everyone else. If I was purchasing a VIP day, what would I want? What would it need to look like for me to purchase a VIP day? Because I don't know that I would purchase a VIP day the way I sold it initially. Thankfully, it sold, <laughs> but I, it wouldn't have sold for me. I don't know that I would have signed up for, for anyone's VIP day if it looked the way it did. And so I was at a coffee shop and I'm sitting there drinking a coffee. I'm hyped up on, it wasn't caffeine actually, it was a chai tea, but, uh, but I think chai has caffeine. You remember I'm this being, day, it's like large red. Red. Yeah, <laughs> and I had my notebook, it to me and I just sort of right now, okay, if I were to purchase a VIP day, what would I want it to look like? Just in the name VIP, it sounds like it should be special, right? And here's the thing, I think pre-COVID, maybe the virtual model was like, sounded more appealing, but post-COVID, listen, we're all on Zoom. Being on Zoom, there's nothing VIP about it. There's nothing special about it. We're either on Zoom or StreamYard we're, or Teams. What is it called? Teams, whatever. Teams. All the different platforms. And so I wanted just a more elevated ex experience. And so I literally started writing out, okay, if you were going to if you were gonna purchase a VIP day, what would you want to have? And I'm like, I want to be flown in. I want my private car. Oh, well, with, okay, I didn't, the private car came later. I wouldn't necessarily want private car, but I threw that yeah. in later. I'd want to be in a nice hotel. I'd want dinner included. Nice dinner. I don't, when you're in a new city, you don't know where, you don't know what to order. You just do Uber Eat. That's what I do. <laughs> or go downstairs to the hotel. No, you want to be hosted. Yeah. I want to be hosted. And I, and like I said, I'm really big on experiences. And so I said, let's just make the VIP date an experience. So yes, it. they're going to leave with the content. They're going to leave with the goods that they are coming for. And trust me, they're not going to forget the experience. You know. I love it. No, and they're going to, they're going to, their being and their business owner-ness is going to be turned on times 10. So true. And that was the other thing with it too. I'm like, I, a lot of my clients are nurses 
that narcissists can sometimes be very practical. So you have one or two camps. They're very practical with their money or they're the they're like flying all over the place for different just for vacations and what. And but I'm like, I want them to really step into the role of C of a CEO for their company from day one. Because yes. a lot of a lot of my clients that are nurses and nurse practitioners, they this is the genesis of their company, right? They're, they're, it's not like they've been in business for a long time. Some of my clients have, but the majority of my clients, they are brand new. They don't even know what to do. So I'm like, I need them to step into the running to paint the vision for them day one. So they have a huge vision of what they can create with their business. And who they are, how they're showing and, up to this thing. Because you show up differently. You show up differently show after. Up and once you've experienced an experience like you that, you're so like professional. Your mind has been forever expanded. 100%. 100%. I love your theories there. So we both really love, I call mine invite-only events and love love those. And so how do you find people to fill your invite-only events? What are your favorite ways? To be quite honest, I find them in Facebook groups. Tell me about that. And it's really important that you are in communities where your ideal clients are. So we know that's one of the, the things that Facebook has, I believe, over all the other social media platforms is that people congregate. Okay, like-minded people congregate. So if you are a nurse entrepreneur, I'm in different nurse entrepreneur groups. If you are, let's say, a, a fitness coach, there are groups where there are fitness groups or there are plant-based groups or health. There's, so you want to look at who your ideal client is. And then go where they are. It makes it simple. Okay, then so you get in the group and then what? Yeah, and so you get in the group and then you share, you add value, you post things that are, so this is when it's really important that you are very clear on who your ideal client is, how she thinks, how she makes fine decisions, what her struggles are, what she's, where she is now, where she's wanting to go, because then you post content to that. And then people start, people that resonate with content, they're like, oh, I, I mean, so like, oh, and then how do you yeah. do you want them to like spy on your profile where it's very clear what you do or yeah. do you absolutely okay that's yes. kind of what we're doing and yeah and and you want to move that conversation and again you have to of course abide by the rules of the Facebook group every there has to be rapport here people you can't just yeah. go spamming a Facebook Don't be group Pamela Pamela that is not <laughs> that is not okay not, not okay. And so you definitely want to adhere to the rules of the Facebook group. But this particular Facebook group that I'm actually speaking of, they, it's actually a paid Facebook group. Excuse me. It's free for all. But if you want to openly share your events, your, if you want to openly network in that group, then it's paid. Okay. It works for me. Buyers and listeners, baby. That's, that is so true. And so, of course, you want to have your profile optimized. Should they, if someone clicks on your face, they should be able to see within seconds oh, this is what she does. This is how she does it or he or she. And but within the group, I'm posting content that speaks to her, speaks to her, where she is now. What are her struggles? What are her challenges? Where is it that she's wanting to go? What's at risk if she doesn't make the leap to bedside nurse to online coach? I'll speak very candidly about my thoughts on the current healthcare model, because guess what? A lot of people are like, what's the model? I love it. This is what I do. This is why I'm a nurse. This is why I'm all for it. That's not really my, that's not really how I feel. I, I really, I refer to the health, our current healthcare model as a sick care model because it is. 
And but when I post things like that, so it can be very polarizing and triggering for some. But here's the thing. Your messaging should be so clear that it is attracting people that are like, oh, my God, me too. And it's repelling everyone else. Yep. That's when you know it. you've got it. That's when you know you've got it down. I love it. Down. And so then when people start to interact with the post, oh, my God, yeah, me too. How did you start that? How do you get inside? Do you have people with that? Absolutely, I do. And then you can now move that conversation into Messenger. And then from there, invite to your invite-only event or your, your intimate conversion event. And then to a call. And then a client. Boom. We're not. Just like and that. If, and if they don't convert to a client, then you route them into your own private Facebook community. So you can nurture them. You want to keep them still in your ecosystem. Don't just, it's not, oh, you don't want to sign. Okay, thanks. Bye. It's all right. It's just not now. It's not, not right now. now. It's not a no forever. It's a not right now. So you want to make sure that you stay top of the mind. And the way that I do, I'm going to just do that is to, again, keep them in your ecosystem. Make sure that you're, they're on your email list, but put them in your Facebook group. So now they are in close proximity to you. They can get more exposure to you. That no and trust factor is built even more. And then when they're ready, they're like, oh, of course, I'm going to put Sharice. And this is called audience building. And one person at a time, highly engaged audience, then you won't even have to worry about having enough people for your ICE event or enrolling. You'll start just getting calls coming in. It's true. It's true. And then people invite other people. Yes. Great which people. is super powerful. Amazing. Super powerful. We love mm -hmm. that. But yeah. So do you do any launching or are you just all of these intimate conversions? Intimate conversions. Yeah. That's I used solid. to do a, yeah, I used to do a, I used to do a nine day line launch and had great results. This is a lot. It is a lot. It is a so lot. Mentally, emotionally, like I have to gear myself up mentally. Like, okay, and you, so much is riding on it. And like, really riding on yeah. it. And I was okay. I've got to gear myself. In three weeks, we're about to launch again, and it was just a lot of heavy lifting. Again, I love the message. It, it works. I've run several live launches. I've converted lots of clients that way. You have to find what works, and for me, simple, easy, quick, and fast is my jam. And Simple, easy, quick, and fast is what intimate conversion events are for me. And low stress. You know? Yeah. And low stress. No team. It doesn't require a team. Yeah. Again, nothing wrong with it, but it's something I can execute. If I wanted to have an ice literally next week, I could. I don't have to have a long ramp up time. Ideally, I would say two to three weeks of ramp up time. But if I wanted to have one next week, I am sure I can get 10 people there. In if you needed some days. sales calls or wanted to bring some sales in, piece of cake. And yeah. you don't have to prep for this thing. You don't have to prep because it's the same content. And, and, and it's the same content. It's like rinse to repeat, rinse to repeat. So, it's beautiful. Yeah, you don't have to prep for it too. That's a big one. That's a big one. Huge. Tell me, so do you do any content marketing like Instagram stories to try to attract a wider audience? Or are you mostly hit, hitting those Facebook groups? I do a combination of both. I will say primarily my efforts are Facebook. But yes, I absolutely market on Instagram as well through stories, through my timeline or my grid, whatever. And so even post things on LinkedIn. Now I will say I am not over LinkedIn much at all, but I'll still post things over there because I know there's people there that I'm connected to. I just don't put much effort over there. Makes sense. And if I'm yep. having an event or something, oh yeah, it's getting posted over there. Makes sense. Now you're also a podcaster. You have your own podcast. Well, actually, I'm so excited. What is it called? The Sharice Lightroom Show. <laughs> of course it is. Beautiful name. Else would it be dying? No, this season. And it's only for nurse practitioners, for the practitioners. It's for, nurse. yeah, it's literally for female clinicians looking to create, launch, and scale their own online holistic health coaching business. And that is a lead gen mm -hmm. podcast for you? 
Yep. An authority building podcast for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay. Any other secrets you want to give us about what's working now in marketing and sales? Because you gave us a lot there. Is there anything else you can share with that? You make it seem so easy. That's the thing. I think the most important is that you do things that you feel aligned with. And that being said, you might not feel aligned with it initially. Like anytime we're doing something new, there's that, mm, it's, it's new. I don't know if I like this or not. Okay, give it a second. Give it a chance. Once you learn it, learn how to do what it is that you're doing. Give yourself an opportunity to, to like it. But then do it if it feels aligned. So I mean, we're talking about the launches, right? Like the, I, I like that format of launching, but it came to a point where it didn't quite feel aligned. And I learned a different way. And I was actually speaking with someone yesterday on my podcast about the evolution of business. And so it's never st static. Everything right. is always, everything's always changing. Your business is always changing because you are always changing. At the time when I was doing those nine day launches, that was in alignment with who I was and where I was, who I was as a person where I was in business. Now, so much. I want, like I said, a quicker, faster that's where I am. That's the season that I'm in. And so that's why I'm more aligned to the, to the internet conversion events. Married to that story where I was going with that is do things that you feel aligned with. Because if it feels aligned, you're more likely to do it. And you're going to have a more of an enjoyable time doing it. It's not going to be like, I'm doing this, but I'm not allowed to. I'm doing it that become That gets old really quickly. And then when some happening, you don't do it at all because you don't want to do it. Because yeah, I, and I agree with you. I just want to double down on one point that you made earlier, though, which is you hope, let's say you go in and you do an invite only event and like it's your first time you do it. It doesn't feel good because it's the first time you're sitting down to play the piano, guys. You cannot, I, you cannot just go and change your marketing strategy. No, this doesn't no. work. This doesn't feel good. So mm -mm. there's a balance there of having the practice and being like, yeah, this is working, but not for me kind of situation. You can't say, this doesn't feel aligned because it was super scary to do it. Yeah, exactly. Great distinction. Absolutely not. Give it. Give yourself some time to acclimate. Give yourself some time to master it. Practice. Master Practice something. Yeah. yeah. Because what happens is, of course, initially when you do it, when you do anything, you're nervous. You've got the butterflies. It may not even be the best. You didn't one. even script it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah because okay. it's the first one. But a lot of with with. The repetition, you start to build your competence. And when yes. your competence builds, your confidence builds. And then you present in a whole nother way, more confidently. And then you'll really start to see conversions versus, and then you can make the decision, does this feel aligned? I know I'm killing it. Like, I know I'm doing it. Like, yeah, like you'll get out of call, but I mastered it. Strategy. Exactly. That's the distinction. You've mastered it and it doesn't feel aligned versus it doesn't feel aligned but it's new and I'm not good at it because I'm new. No, yeah. don't trash it then. Be don't careful. toss it then. Yeah, it's really important to recognize that. Master yeah, I find that the stuff. customers I lead through these invite-only events, like the first time they do it, they suck, right? But the second time, they're almost 50% better. You do it again and it's, it's so jump. And yeah, and it's, it comes down to giving yourself grace. Giving yourself, we are so hard on ourselves. Giving yourself grace. Understand it is a process, just like anything else. Like you mentioned the piano. I don't know anyone who has sat down the piano for the first time and literally just banged it out. They're like, singing on the keys. No. Yeah. Webinar no, did not. Same way. No. Everything, everything is the same way. So give yourself some grace. Allow yourself the space to grow and acclimate and increase that confidence, which increases the confidence, and then master that skill. And then you can decide, yeah, I want to keep going or 
and it's all so good right. because it will always be continuous evolution. I love that. I love yes. it. I love it. Tell me. Okay, here's my question for you is AI, chat GPT, are you using it? What's your stance on it? What is up? With I love it. I love it. There's so many different ones. Chat GPT and I think within Canva, it's called Magic Right. Oh man, they're all over the place. All over the place. And I think it's very fascinating. I I from I think it's fascinating. And here's the crazy thing, Lindsay. It's so silly. One night, I was laying in bed, just wide awake. And I'm like, let me play around with this thing. And so what I noticed is he, if, it's like garbage in, garbage out. Because I was putting right. in just very simple prompts. And then I would look at what I got. I'm like, that sucks. Why is it so magical? I'm yeah. Just, you're right. I'm like, what's so good about this? This is awful. And <laughs> well, then, I'm not posting this. Right? And this time, I said, okay, wait a minute. Let's dig a little deeper inside my vault of words and descriptors and adjectives and all that. And so then I changed my prompt to be a little bit more of a sophisticated prompt. It's intern. I'm like, oh, oh, this is an organized version of me. I love it. I'm like, okay, now I think I like this. And like I said, what I'm laying in bed, like coming up with all these prompts. And so I saved them all. Have I posted anything? No. That's the crazy part. But there's, I have so much emails. I have so many emails. I have so many content, pieces of content to post on either Instagram or Facebook. It's almost, it's crazy how much stuff I actually have saved. Just and it finish. feels like you, if you it put in good, good, like if you put yeah. in good stuff, you're going to, you're going to be like, that's, did I, I, oh. So you want to see a place for it in your coaching business, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also think it's really helpful, particularly if, not if you're scared of social media, but if you I think whenever you're starting to be more visible on social media, I think what comes with that is the uncertainty around, am I posting like, the right stuff? Are people going to resonate with this? It takes that out of the equation because, like you said, the more organized version of you. So I will say this, the disclaimer, make it you. Don't, it's yeah. because I've seen, I've put in some prompts, and of course, gotten the results back and I'm looking at it, I'm like, I would never say it like that. That's not even my verb. I don't say it like that. So make sure you customize it with you. You just got to have it, your element, your essence, the essence of your brand infused into it. You can't just copy and paste and call it a day. No, but it gives you 95% of the way there. Yeah. It's like a support. It's a support yeah. tool. Yeah. yeah. Fast track me and I'll put on the spicing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Put the Lindsay effect on it. Put the Sharice effect on it. I told one of my clients, I'm like, my name is Rosa. I'm like, you need to Rosify it. Like, yes. Rosify it because otherwise it's just, it sounds very mechanical, but like, yes. you're right. No human yeah. element to it. Yeah. So that's not cool. We don't Sharice, it has been a true pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I'm going to turn the time over to you. If you, there's anything you want anyone to know how to find you, if they're a clinician, if they want information, tell us. Yeah. So I think you can find me at Sharice Williams on all social media platforms. I am mostly over on Facebook, but you'll find me on, on everywhere else at Sharice Williams. And, and I think the last thing that I would say is honestly, just go for it. The things that you, that's just been stirring around in your head, in your heart, just go for it. Go for it. Do it. Do it. Don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it. It's there for a reason. You know what you're doing. The people that are going to resonate with that message are going to resonate and other people will. And that's perfectly fine because that's exactly what you want. So that's all. It, that's all. It, but that's it, guys. That's it. Just do it. Follow your dreams. But that's all. I know. Right? I love it. <laughs> 
I love it. Thank you, Cherie, so much for your expertise and your grace. We really appreciate you having you on the show. Thank you so much. It's been fun. So there you have it. Another awesome episode of the Millionaire Maker Show in the books. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Sharice as much as I did. Like I said at the beginning, if this idea of an invite-only event really appeals to you, make sure you go and check out the other episodes of the Millionaire Maker Show where I really outline this super awesome and valuable strategy. Don't forget to get signed up for my upcoming masterclass by heading to themillionairemakershow.com slash masterclass. And if you're enjoying The Millionaire Maker Show, please go and leave us a review out on your favorite streaming provider. I would sure appreciate it. Until next time, I am your host, Lindsay Anderson. Thank you for listening to The Millionaire Maker Show with master business coach and creator of The Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time.